Before the competition in the men's springboard and platform diving began, one columnist wrote, There are two categories of divers. There are those who perform with magnificent skill, grace, beauty, and courage. Salah. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the FPL Renegades podcast. Hi everyone, we are the Renegades. My name is Drew, joined today by Willie. How are you Willie? I'm great, thank God. How are you getting on Drew? I am good Willie. That's All great. is good in the world. It's Tuesday. That's what you want. We've been out for a few points. Um, We're here to talk about one of, our, here. one of our favourite subjects, FPL. Yeah. And uh, sure, what else would you want on the Tuesday? I don't know. Epic stuff. I'm good to go. Are you good to go? Let's do this. So I was thinking about this today, Willie. How lucky are we to live in a world where Paul Pogba, greatest midfielder of all time. What? Virgil van Dijk, <laughs> greatest centre half of all time. Oh my God. And now, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the greatest <laughs> manager of all God. time. And we are here, alive at the same time as all of that. Oh my God. I don't know. Like, you got to count your blessings. Yeah, Drew. Right, let's get stuck into our, uh, right, let's our go. game weeks. So, game week 22, how was it for you? And, before you get stuck into that, you said what? last week you wild-carded. Was I it did. a success? Um. Well, I don't know. The coming weeks will tell, won't they? Right, so I was relatively pleased with my wild-card. I had 64 points. It was nothing amazing, but it was a nice green, green arrow, I think. I went up about 6k in the end to 52k. <clears throat> I was about 10k up on Saturday evening, so I was, I was a little bit disappointed. But I suppose the City game could have went a lot worse for me, so we'll take that. I'd, um, I was about 14 points above the average. I went for me has captain after, so I suppose I had 5 points in the assist. It was returned, so I can't be too annoyed, even though Salah was obviously... It was a, a low-scoring enough week for captains, so we you kind of yeah. got away with it. I got away with it, and I think it was a great finish from William as well, so I can't complain too much. So I had me, me double, double Liverpool clean sheet. So I had uh, Alisson and TAA for 12. I was a little bit annoyed. I got got rid of Robbo. He had the three bonus. Um, Andy Robertson had the three bonus as well. And so. he's not injured. And he's not injured. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <coughs> but um, I was like really happy that I picked Lucas Dean over Pereira. He got yeah. a clean sheet, an assist and three bonus. And really, he could have got a lot more. He should have got in. Michael Keane should have put that chance he's away. He's gold, isn't he? Yeah, he's just a legend. And he's such good fixtures coming up. I'm really happy. So I am about him. Uh, I had Salah won his pen and his unusual three bonus. So he still <laughs> got 11 points. So I was happy with that. Pogba got his assist with five. It could have been so much more, as we'll talk yeah. about later. And Rashford got a golden bonus as well for seven. Now, I was like, what I was most pleased about, it wasn't actually my point, but it was my, my team going forward. It, like... I don't know, even my non-returners, you see people so annoyed on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, yeah. what's going on? But like, I was, I was really happy with uh, Richarlison, he had an XGI of 0. 0.4, he had a, for the second week in a row, he had a chance cleared off the line. Like, and He is a bird brain though. Um, he definitely is a bird brain. Did you see, he had a bit of a run and battle with, uh, was it Michael Keane? Yeah. Uh, not Michael Keane, sorry, he obviously plays for everything. Yeah. He had a run and battle with... Uh, who was it for Bourne? Steve Cook. Steve Cookie. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there was a bit of a niggle there and Cook kind of creamed him and Richardson got him back. And then at one point, 
near the end he just kind of elbowed him in the yellow. face yeah and, and then like, got, it could have yeah. been a red on another yeah, day it probably should have been a red and that's yeah. why there's gonna be like took a, him off. there's going to be a mass exodus I think he did the right thing but like people just hate the yellow cards you know, they, it's only one point but he's one of those though isn't he he yeah. kind of has that kind of niggling bit of a temper you can't really trust him I, yeah. I was watching that match and I kind of seen him having that running battle with Steve Cook you could, could, and see, like, you could <laughs> see a red card coming yeah. and uh, luckily enough he didn't get it but yeah, but you're happy with how your team was yeah. set up going forwards. Like Definitely. you, you wildcard not yeah. for one week. Not obviously. for one week. It's over the next four to six weeks. Yeah. Even uh, James Tompkins, I was like, all of my talk about Wamba Saka and his bonus points gonna got that more wrong. Jeez, we'll come back to that. <laughs> that was a freak though. But um, James Tompkins actually had an XGI of zero point three, and he was like, he was the last Palace player I think to touch that goal, own goal the cat card got. He was right there, and he had an actual another chance. It was a good save from the keeper as well. So it was like. That was okay. And then I started looking at the XGI for my two players. They got two points. And I was like, Ashley Barnes, who we were talking about all week, he had a, a, an XGI of zero. Yeah. And I was no, like, an XG of zero. Uh, an XG of zero. Yeah. An XGI of zero Did he? as well. I think so, yeah. I think I already created three chances, so it's kind of... Um, yeah. It's on, good going to have an XGI yeah, of zero. On Scout, it was zero. And I think on... Um, on Fancy Football uh, Geek it was three chance created. I don't he know. He was I, your marquee signing in your wild card. He, he was, but anyway, I was very stressed about stats. But then I watched the actual game and I wasn't so worried. He was really involved in the build up play for Burnley. And yeah. then for the own goal or any of the balls, like he was he was right there in the in the six yard box the whole time and and like the second own goal I really thought like he, he could have got to that. So I was like I wasn't too worried about him, I really thought he was he was in the box. And then the other one was I was like X G I of zero pretty much for Camarasa. I was like, what the actual fuck? But then um, I come out, Warnock, what does Warnock say straight in the interview? Um, Camarasa was injured, he shouldn't have played. So hopefully they're going to give him a rest for Newcastle if a few of the guys are back. Yeah. And I'd, I'd actually be happy about that. So I would He's the kind of guy you don't mind getting a rest. He's your third sub. Yeah, uh, you can absorb yeah. him not playing. And in the last uh, couple of hours, the, the information is actually coming through about TAA, but we'll, we'll talk about We'll come about back that. to that yeah. when we're talking about game week 23. Yeah. So... Just from the outside looking in, I think your wild card was a success because you're a good bit over the average. You're yeah, well set yeah. up going into the next few weeks, <coughs> and as someone who's wild carded early, you have a plan to yeah. deal yeah. with the blanks and the double game weeks. That's it. Like, so it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't bad. I was just going to say, like, I'm probably up ten points on what I would have been anyway. So if I could make another ten points next week, but it's more yeah. that you're in better shape. I'm in better shape, and then so some people wild card and they think. I'm going to wildcard, I'm going to get 120 points, and if I don't, yeah. it's a disaster. It's a disaster, yeah. That's unrealistic. No. And another thing I just want to say, it probably just mightn't make much sense, but like, um, I, like if I hadn't wildcarded, I probably would have had another red arrow. That would have been five red arrows in a row. It would have been just so dis, dis, disheartening. Like, we're going to, you know, Southcast are recording tonight as well. We're going to listen to Jonty going on about how silly it is to wildcard now, how you just like, you can wake up way more points playing it in the double game mix. But at, at, at the end of the day, like, I'm I'm enjoying the game again. Like at the end, of the day, it's it's just a game, and it's and it's a bit of fun. Like and yeah, I might make ten or fifteen more points by playing playing my wild card in the double game weeks, but that's not for another three months. And I'm just you might have been miserable. Up yeah, until just then miserable up to then. Know, like it's the end. I, of the I say anyway. each to their so, own. Like there's many different ways I, of playing the game, and I, I don't regret it. Well, that's all you need. Yeah. So, well, now we've talked enough about me. So, well, Drew, how did your game week go? It wasn't too bad. Um. Middle of the road, I suppose. I got 59 points. The average is 49. Um, so 10 points above. My official rank now is... I'm just inside 
the top 5k. So yeah, 4,900. Fourth red arrow out of five. So like you were saying, if you had a, hadn't have wild carded, you might have been a little bit demoralised with another red arrow. Definitely. So I've had a good few red arrows, but I was saying last week, they're small ones. Yeah. And kind of... When your ranks are so high as well, you can kind of... I know, but I'm dropping away slowly but surely. I was having a look before we started recording here. In game week 17, I was ranked 558th. That's just uh, insane. Always good in the world. Yeah. We were joking that I might win the thing. Yeah. Obviously. I wasn't you know, joking. I really thought you could do it. In jest. But uh, I'm actually doing quite well considering that I've had four red arrows. Like you could have an absolute horrible red arrow where you drop 10,000 places. I haven't had that yet. And to do that, salaless is pretty exactly, impressive. Exactly. That's it. Salaless. That's been my, uh, my big problem. So my big... Uh, dilemma this week was my captain and yeah. I was I was Sterling was surefire going to be my captain all week and yeah. I got to Saturday morning you know yourself yeah. you start doubting yourself yeah uh, he wasn't going to be wild widely captain you're looking at the ownership and stuff aren't you should you look at ownership as much maybe when you're ranked I fairly highly you should of course I'd say no you have should to, you just you have play to your own game it's a bit of isn't it yeah, I, I probably look at ownership too much. So I was looking at that Saturday morning, mulling it over maybe for two hours, and I thought to myself, why am I trying to make this decision on my own? Yeah. I have a, I have resources. Yeah. So I, I stuck it in a couple of WhatsApp groups, one with yourself, another one. Never got a, a definite answer, because I think we I... We much help, were we? I know, but I think I was selling it so strongly that yeah. Sterling was my gut, yeah. Hazard was the sensible option. Yeah. So then... Like a light bulb went off in my head. I thought, we have a Twitter account now. We have yeah. access to some of the, the greatest minds in, in FBL, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then, failing that, we also have a few hundred followers ourselves. So, yeah. last resort, I decided to ask them instead. Yeah. And uh, came back, slight edge to Hazard. I think yeah. it was like 52% to but 48%. close, so. I went with Hazard, and to be honest... I wasn't uh, punished either way. What did you miss? A bonus point off? I missed a clean sheet point. Clean sheet, yeah. So Can't really complain. Nobody no. went nuts. No. Um, uh, which could have happened after the body red card. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. um, City were, were, we were playing football, but when I came back and I was like checking out City were well ahead even before the were goal. They, they were, they were dominating the game. Yeah, red card after 19 minutes. Yeah, Like dominate. you were saying, we play five aside on a Monday, so we don't really get to watch the Monday game. But it's usually nine o'clock we finish up Rush to the car, get the phone, yeah. check the scores. And um, in a way, I was kind of fearing. I was like, City and possibly Sterling could go nuts now. Yeah, I But obviously, so. as an owner, I want him to go nuts. Yeah. But just if he had a, got a massive haul, I probably would have had a, that regret that I didn't captain him. Didn't captain him either way, yeah. there wasn't a... It didn't really matter. That big an issue. Way. My yeah. other big dilemma of the week where... Was really planning on getting in Salah. Decided yeah. we could get away with it for a week. <coughs> and, and we were right. Our call was right. It was a really tight game. So it was Salah's XG and open play was very, very low. But he won the penalty well. And and he scored he, the penalty. He, but like, that is as fine a margin as you can get. Yeah. You know, on another day, there's no penalty. Yeah. Could have been nil all. Uh, like, Liverpool deserved to win. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but... Do you know, Salah was never on for a haul in that game. No, no. Um, I can remember him getting one or two other chances, but nothing really clear cut. No. So, a fair bit above the average, another red arrow, but 
No, look, it's mad when you're so high up in the rank and it's like uh, 10 above the average, even sometimes 15 above the average and you're just staying where you are or taking a small... Yeah, it's, it's kind of tough when you're up there, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when you've no Salah and he's so uh, highly captained. Yeah. it's Actually, I probably did ridiculously well not having Salah hmm. at all, seeing as he was the most captain player, and especially within the top 10k, top k. No, I'd only love to be in that position too. Bad. So it wasn't a bad week and... Within the top five k, I I need a green arrow next week. I think yeah, like just for my own uh, for your own morale. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, I have high hopes. Like I still have that dream of coming within the top one k. You know, oh my, my three digit finish. Yeah, sure. That just has to be well on the cards, doesn't it? Yeah, but just with these little. Once you don't do what I do and like wild card mad earlier, start firing your tips away. I think you'd be grand, right? These little mini red arrows, they yeah. kind of get to you. Yeah. Anyway. That's both of our weeks. I think we both had solid weeks. Yeah. Not both. spectacular. Not spectacular, but like we yeah, we have to look forward going forward we have to be positive. Yeah, definitely not gonna be a negative about that week. No. Nope. So uh we'll have a look now at we'll do a little roundup of how the games went from an FPL point of view. Yeah. Okay, so let's do a little summary of all of the weekend's action from an FPL point of view. Yeah. We'll just go through the results. The scores, the incidents, and your opinion is most welcome on anything that happened. Yeah. So we'll start in chronological order. The early Saturday early game was yeah. West Ham against Arsenal. Yeah. You could have gave me 20 guesses at the result and I probably yeah. wouldn't have got it right. No, it was a tight game. I think it was a 0.64 XG to 0.69. So it was no fluke. This was, there was nothing in it, was there? No, and like when I looked at that game, I think I said to you... I quietly fancied West Ham yeah. to get FPL points. Not yeah. necessarily to win, but I, think I thought I, there were goals there for them. I think I said 3 2 Arsenal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like 1 0 West Ham was a, probably a turn up for the books. And yeah. future Ireland captain. Future Ireland captain. It was Declan great, Rice got Ireland. the winner. Yeah, Declan Rice. There was one big chance in the game, there was one goal. It was a lovely finish. There's a lovely set up with Nasri. Nasri really could be the guy to take out of this game week. You're impressed. I was very. I just thought he looked great. I thought he looked calm and controlled the ball. He he, he set up a nice chance for An- Anderson. It was almost yeah. identical to the Rice goal. It was a little bit further out, but just he looked. He looked like the five and a half million is probably a bargain. It is a bargain, and he just depending on you'd probably want to watch him for another game or we two. We want to watch him for another game or two, but he could he could easily be. He has the potential to be a a, a fourth midfielder. Like a good fourth midfielder cool. option. What about Rice? 4.4 million. Um, he's playing out of position. Any interest? Look, he's an absolutely quality footballer. He's someone I'd be so excited if he does play for Ireland. We all got a little bit excited there during the week when uh, the Irish FA put up a thing with the jersey on his birthday and stuff. Yeah. And we got a little bit giddy, but I don't know what to make of that. But look, well, I, I, I make that either the FAI have got some sort of confirmation that which Declan Rice is going to play in the New for jersey. Yeah. Or... The FAI Ireland social media manager is a retired, yes, which he could well be. Yeah, I would like be that. Old. Could be a very misjudged post if he goes on to play oh, for England. It'll just look stupid, especially after such a performance and he's getting such hype in England at the moment. Look, so look, he's a great he, player. I, I don't think he's a great FPL option, even at the at the prices. Up until you. that goal, he didn't look like he was no. going to be involved in a goal. So no, he looks I like he looks like there. a great footballer, but not a great FPL option. Yeah. So yeah. Nasri, has been around forever. Yeah, uh, I couldn't believe I was looking at it there. He's thirty one, so 31, he does yeah. have another quality few years in him. Definitely. Um, you just never know with him. He doesn't seem to have the perfect uh, mentality or temperament 
No. Um, you might think if that's it, he's a great footballer, but I don't know if he's a great person. Yeah, like if he goes on a run <coughs> of uh, a few savage performances, is he gonna all of a sudden think he's too big for West Ham? After I thought he was too big for Thierry Henry. So yeah, like he's trained with them the last month. They yeah. they've gave him a a shot they here. Give him a chance that a lot of teams probably wouldn't have given him. And yeah, so. Yeah. Looking at that match, Rice got three bonus, Fabianski yeah. two bonus, uh, Diop one. Yeah, Diop's um, a bonus point man, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. you said, XG yeah. for West Ham was 0.64, Arsenal 0.69, yeah. which was one of the lowest of the, the week for any team. Yeah, it was very well. <laughs> well we'll get to Cardiff later on. Right. But, but, uh, uh, West Ham had 11 attempts on goal, yeah. Arsenal 11. Very even, yeah. West Ham three on target, Arsenal two, and, and then... Big chances, one for West Ham, saying, none one for, for Arsenal. None for Arsenal. So do you, do you want to, like, what to take out of that game from an Arsenal perspective? I thought, like, they're so bad defensively that I don't think I can put an Arsenal... But, like, Kalashnik is their biggest... He's the most creative option they have going forward, isn't he? Everything was, like, bombing yeah. through, just putting across the ball. But there was just some really erratic finishing from Aubameyang. And Lacazette just looked seriously pissed off, didn't he, as well? I thought he was, like, a spoiled child. Yeah, so... Bit of a surprise result. Not a great performance from Arsenal. Yeah. We'll move on, will we? We'll go on, yeah. So, first of the three o'clock kickoffs, Brighton against Liverpool. Yeah. 1-0 Liverpool. And it pains me to say this. Yeah. It was a bit of a champion's performance where you grind out a win in a difficult fixture. They weren't overly impressive. They weren't bad. They did enough. Like, but like, they got the win. Brighton were very solid and they were like so good defensively, but they created very little in all fairness. So oh, yeah. Like, I think, like, we call we actually called one of the few things we did call right. We pretty much said one 0 Liverpool is kind of what we called. Wasn't you it? said you were bang on the money. You did yeah. say one 0 Liverpool. Yeah. Well, look, for all the things I got wrong, I don't think I thought would. Salah would be relatively quiet. It would be yeah. a tight game. Yeah. And look, a penalty. Yeah. Edged it. So Salah won the penalty. He scored yeah. the penalty. Yeah. Now yeah. I have a probably an unpopular opinion here. I think Salah is better at winning penalties than he is at taking penalties. Yeah. Well, I just don't trust his technique. The, I don't know what you think, but I think the last couple of games, like the penalties, like they're going in, but they're touching. The keeper's getting their hand to him. He's guessing the right he way. Hits them hard. It's not. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be not going to be long before one of them saved. Yeah, he's no James Milner. No, I'm a TAA out for a few weeks. Will Milner be taking a, a place in the back line now, or he could be on the pitch? But I, I don't know who's going to play right back if Gomez yeah. isn't back, and with Lovren out, if Gomez does come back, he could just go into centre half. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. They might have to play. People like Milner, Milner, Milner right people like Milner, Fabinho are going to be considered in the back. Four, Actually, Fabinho we? played right back quite a yeah. bit for Monaco, so I didn't think about that. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah. he surely should take penalties off Salah because I just yeah. don't trust him. Like, yeah. but still, he scored his he scored his last he scored his last three or four. Like, and he's up for the golden boot. It's like, do you think Klopp's going to take him off them? Even though Milner's so, I, I'd actually penalties. say it's up to Salah. Do you think I so? Think. I'd say at this stage, yeah. they're going to keep him as happy as they can be. Um, yeah. It's probably hard to tell him you're not taking the next one when he hasn't really missed one Yeah, this season. Anyway, I'm just thinking... I think he'd probably take the next one. Like you said, the keeper always seems to get a hand in him. He hits them hard, but never really properly in the corner. No, I can remember, was it a year or two ago, he missed away eight penalties in one <laughs> game for Egypt. <laughs> I just I don't think he's a, a great penalty no, taker. No, no, no. But still, he's still Mo Salah at the end of the and day. And he got the three bonus out of it as well. Did he? Yeah. I did, I actually, uh, a lot of the people I'd taken out, uh, Andy Robertson and put in uh, TA, I think there was like three pointers for Mo Salah and Andy Robertson. Yeah. Robertson's just quality, isn't he? He's just... He's a must-have. Yeah. Do you have him? No, I don't have him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that. I've had him all season, but... And then uh, Big Verge got the... Uh, 
yeah. the other single bonus point. Ferd, Ferd is a bit of a bonus point magnet, isn't he? Yeah, he gets so much of the ball. He has yeah. so many passes. Uh, clean sheet, obviously. He yeah. is a bit of a, a magnet. He's a bit of a cis potential lately as well. He'd get his head to a few yeah. corners and stuff. He's, so he's just actually a great option. Looking at the stats quickly, um, I think it would be handy just for people who haven't seen the matches to get yeah. a few stats rather than just glossing over it. So yeah. Brighton's XG was uh, 0.40. Uh, Liverpool 1.99. Yeah. Uh, Brighton had seven attempts, Liverpool 10. Yeah. We had uh, Salah an extra year, 1.33, two big chances. Exactly, he actually could have yeah. got a hat trick. I don't know, I thought the extra could have been a bit higher considering he missed one good chance, he took the penalty, and then right at the end, he had that ball played across him. On the oh man, was I forgot about that. I was, I was watching that in real time and I was talking to some lads. It looked like he meant to miss that. Yeah. He didn't even look like he was trying, did no, he? No, like, it was one of those where you think you're offside, but he was never offside because the ball no. was just squared back to it's him. It's like he didn't even care. That It was like he'd backed 1-0 Salah. Do you know, yeah. he had the... Uh, like, <laughs> that, I, I thought that was bizarre. Like, if I did that on six aside, I'd be getting serious abuse. Like, I was... Let alone... That was... To be honest, that, we got away with one there. Well, I yeah. did. It could have been a big call. And uh, I was watching that and just pure relief. Yeah. So we move on to the next match. Yeah. Um, on paper, like, Burnley against Fulham. Burnley against Fulham. You're not going to get too excited. But Burnley won 2-1. Is that three wins in a row? Yeah, that's Burnley around. They're coming back. Sean Dyche is kind of like the Burnley of old. I was like, I don't know, it was a really fucking hard-working good performance for Burnley. But let's just talk about the, the big thing to get out of this game. Like, Andrew Sherlock's goal. It should be. It's if quality, anyone else scored, it? it could be goal team. What a touch, what a finish. Like, it was like, a great it's, goal. It's not even getting mentioned, really, is it? Like, I, Not really. Like, I thought it was so good. Uh, it was... S- relatively similar to Pedro's yeah it was like the ball over the top great first touch and uh, uh, Pedro loved the keeper I know Sherlock kind Pedro's of, was quality but this Sherlock was, this smashed was different it class. Yes, kind of touched the bar it did aesthetically it looked uh, a little bit better it was so good so it was and uh, OG got two goals OG got two goals yeah good old this man This that's what you get for regretting a move <laughs> to Aston Villa Joel Bryan on his own goal and then uh, Dennis Odie he, uh, he got the other one didn't he that was the was that the Jeff Hendrick one Jeff Hendrick got two assists. He got two uh, assists, but he pro- really got a goal as well. It looked That's like it was going It was target. going in, so it was a really good day for the Irish now. The, yeah. Declan Rice, Jeff Hendrick, and we'll discuss good old Shane Long <laughs> in the future as well. Jeez, we, but, could, um, we could uh, dedicate a whole podcast to that goal for yeah. Shane Long. Oh my God, I'm going to talk about that. That's just unbelievable. But, but the Charlotte thing, I was just going to say, um, Kamara wasn't in the 16, and even if it looks like Charlotte's first choice over him now, and I heard another thing on Twitter. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, here, here there was a bit of a fight. Another bit of a fight between Kamara and Mitrovic, and Kamara's on his way out. Yeah, was it in the the kitchen or something? What's wrong with that? Lad? I don't know. Do you know? Well, like, does uh, he not know that he's a he's right of people's friendly. third striker? Yeah, <laughs> Do you know, he's yeah. not looking out for those owners. Yeah, but uh, look, there wasn't a whole lot to take out of that game. Yeah. Uh, but it was a bit more eventful than you would think. Um, yeah. What, what about um, the one thing I did was like it just reminded me of the Burnley of old the, the, the Tarkowski block on the line we were yeah. seeing that every week last season with Burnley it was just it was and just is it a coincidence that it's all kind of coinciding with uh, Tom Heaton being back yeah I don't know it's a very, he was the man that was there all the last know. until like, Nick Pope got to be honest they've three quality keepers yeah you can say three, what you want about Joe Hart internationals. Yeah. yeah he is a, a solid keeper on his day but yeah. It was yeah. right. We'll move on from yeah. that one anyway. Um, this is gonna be short. And oh sweet. my god! Are we Cardiff doing this? nil, Huddersfield nil, and my notes here say skip. Uh, uh, we um, skip it. Uh, 
Let's yeah. skip. No, 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 no. Can I just say? Go on. Cardiff XG zero point one four. Huddersfield XG zero point five zero point five six. I was at Cardiff at three times all game against the worst defense the last four game weeks. And then I checked the stats. Camarasa did absolutely nothing. But as I said, uh, Warnock said he, he was injured he was and he shouldn't have played. Why play him? But I I I their only just hope. Don't know. The great white hope, you know. The, the only thing I would say was like. David Wagner is gone now. He doesn't deserve that, does he? No, I actually felt sorry for him. Um, did, did, you, did you see... Um, this was actually the one thing. Was like you said skip. But actually, um, your man, uh, Florin Hadrajani, was, was true. And Joe Bennett went right through him. And it oh, was yeah. like a nail I, on. I, I don't know if that was nailed on. It was it might have been outside the box. But it went. It was definitely a free. And then it went into the box. I thought, I thought Bennett funny. got a bit of a nudge beforehand. That yeah. took him down. And then he ended up dragging your man down. Yeah. Now that's not why the linesman disallowed it. Yeah. But I don't oh, know. I, I thought I feel I really like this. This has gone on way too long for a match yeah, I wanted is. to skip. But can I just say one thing? If you we'll think, come back if you, to Wagner. If you think Huddersfield are bad now, they're gonna be way worse going forward. I don't think Huddersfield are that bad. Yeah, we will discuss that later. Okay. Right, I think we talk way too much about that. Right, way go. more than I ever wanted to. <laughs> Palace Watford. Watford managed to win two one at Selhurst Park. Wasn't a bad performance from Palace, but they managed <coughs> to lose. On, yeah. Um, I was saying to you earlier, Watford are one of those teams they could beat or lose to anybody. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They always look like they're going to score. Like even in this game, we had one point two three x three Palace, one point seven two x three for Watford, and that's the norm for them. Like they're often usually hitting close to two point zero x i which is like quite impressive. It doesn't seem to matter whether playing at home or away. They're just yeah. they're just one of those teams. Yeah. Now, how often do you see? A player scoring an OG or giving away a penalty. <laughs> yeah. And then they always seem to manage to go up the other end and get the equaliser. Yeah, straight so, away. That's uh, like Chris Catcart. Chris Catcart own goal and then Catcart got a goal. Another Holibus assist. It's a weird oh, one. Right. It's like, it just drives them on. They're like, ah, yeah. I'm after fucking up here. Need yeah. to do something. They just go and get another one. It just happens. Just... And like you said, the one of the main things I took from that game is... Can we just keep ignoring Holobus? No, I don't know. Like, what's four point eight million still? Four point eight. What puts me off Holobus? Or it's like Watford always concede. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's going to get an assist. Can you? No, no. If you look at Holobus as possibly a four point eight million midfielder, yeah. ignore clean sheets. You wouldn't even be thinking about it, would you? I, now I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think he has three goals. He probably has about 49 assists. And if you look at the underlying statistics, how many crosses has he got? He takes in? everything. Chances created. Like, like I, I am uh, taking the piss a bit here. He even likes a shot. I think you could view him as a 4.8 million midfielder. Yeah. Ignore the clean sheet potential. He also likes the yellow card, doesn't he? Though? I know, but I think <laughs> his upside you, at this stage is probably... He'll give you so much highs and so much lows, but he give you more highs than lows over the, the, the course of the season. Like I remember at the start of the season... One of your big uh, differentials, like, I mean, pre-season was Holobos. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have a huge opinion on it. Kirks yeah. was in stitches laughing at you. Yeah. And then <laughs> a few games into the season, he went on a nice run, was yeah. creating loads. He'd got a few points on the board. Got a few assists early on, didn't he? And we were both talking about, can we bring him in? Yeah. And again, Kirks. It's always Kirks. Yeah. He was, like, he was saying, lads, you've missed his points. He's not going to... Keep that up. Was he kind of right for the few weeks? He can't maintain it. No, but he was kind of right, but he wasn't right. Like, he can't maintain it as in... Yeah. He can't get an assist every week. No. But at 4.8 million... He's a great option. He doesn't need to. No. 4.8 million. If he gets an assist every few game weeks, gets the odd goal... Yeah. Keeps... 
a clean no. sheet and a blue moon. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's many people in and around that price. That can offer so much. Exactly. Yeah. No, he I, has a bit of a bad name. Yeah, I know. And, and like, the Watford fixtures aren't too bad either. So I do yeah. think he's... he's but let's he's talk about the... The talking point of that talk, game. That is just unbelievable. Three bonus points. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, that's not real. And then I kept refreshing on the <laughs> points thing. And I was like, this is going to change. Winning goals, scoring bonus or whatever. You know all the different bonuses there is? Like, And I was, I was like, so Tom, that, like Tom Cleverly. I was like, that was a worldly. I was, was like, last goal. We thought, I was like, it was great to see him get that after. He's been out for nearly a year. Yeah. Former Villa Troy Deeney was well. delighted for him. He was so happy. He's, yeah, he's a top guy. So he is. But uh, talk, hair as well. Talk so, me through this. <clears throat> look. Well, Talk Masaki. me through this though. No clean sheet. No clean sheet, yeah. No assist. No assist. No goal. On the losing team. Yeah. Well, look, I, I don't know. As we know, Juan Bissaka, look, I'm going to seem like an idiot because I was like saying that he hasn't been getting his bonus lately. I like couldn't have got that one more wrong. But in fairness to me, I wanted Juan Bissaka in my team. I just couldn't afford him. But anyway, look, I think the reason was there was, there was Kakart scored the own goal. And then he, he was just the Watford player that so scored. So cancelled it out. So that cancelled it out. Was there six yellows in the game? There's loads of the Watford yeah, players were um were booked. And like as we know, Juan Bissaka, he's so good at his tackling. So he's a really high percentage of the tackles he makes are successful. And I was like, it was like his his passing. He's a really high success rate with his passing. And the other thing I was looking at the stats and I click on the crosses and Juan Bissaka he doesn't do a ridiculous amount of crosses in a game. But the thing he does, if you click on the successful cross percentage. It's right up there. So most of the crosses that he's doing are finding his man. So I think that goes really well with the bonus point system. Just if you're, um, just if you have a high success rate on your passes, yeah. your tackles and your crosses and everything. I don't even know. He doesn't get much shots, but I'm, I'm pretty certain if he takes a shot, he's, he'll be on target as well. He's, he's surely in the sights of a bigger club. He's like, quality, he's, he could get on for He's a 34 million pound player, as he is. As What is he? Is he early 20s? He's about 21. 21, that's what I would have said, yeah. Oh, and like know. he's a converted winger, it's yeah. kind of mad. I, I, that, uh, he, most people would say a failed winger, but he's actually yeah. a deadly defender. He's so like good. He said his tackling uh, percentage is quality. He's he's not going to be at Palace next season. He's the kind of player, and I don't say this like he might not even he could be play top four Premiership. He's the kind of player he could play for. He could play for Real Madrid or something. He's a better uh, defender than Trent. Yeah, he's just in he my could. opinion, like Trent is a great footballer. He's very creative. Yeah. He, he could easily be a midfielder. I think yeah. his future should probably be in the midfield. Yeah, but Wamsack can defend. Yeah, there's a few games I've watched with Alex, Trent Alexander-Arnold and he just gets roasted. Yeah. He's a bit like, like, a, he's a bit like Trippier. Everywhere is, Trippier is brilliant and he is. He's so creative. He creates so many chances. He's yeah. a good free kick. But you watch him in some games and you're like, this lads, he can't defend. Like Whereas Wamsack seems like a pure defender. He's just brilliant at everything. Yeah. He's just... So we move on from that game. Yeah, we, we Leicester... Lost 2-1 at home to Southampton. Ralph yeah. Hasenhutl's revolution is... At it again. ...is well underway. Yeah. Uh, a great away win. No Heiberg, no problem. Exactly. Yeah. And that it was a mad game. It I'm was. looking here. Leicester had 23 attempts on goal. Yeah. And they lost. This is Leicester on eight. Leicester's underlying stats are so good. I was like... With Hopkins, I was like... Um, my man, like, early in the season, I was like... James Madison, his stats are just insane. They look everything up. He's up there right with the top... Even in this game, he didn't seem to do much. But he got eight chances created, six attempts on goal, extra zero point six two. But he just, just doesn't get the points. Does he's he? definitely one to consider from yeah. twenty seven onwards, isn't 27. he? Twenty seven. He definitely is. He looks like he'll. That's why I'm saying he'll probably be my um, 
Richardson replacement. Yeah. So indeed, he scored for Leicester. Uh, that man uh, Pereira, Pereira he's on again. everyone's lips. He got the assist. Yeah, it was a lovely little cutback, wasn't he? Into the yeah. pen. Like a lot of lads, like you see, like um, Robertson and guys like that, and they're crossing. But Pereira comes right into the penalty box before he rolls it across, doesn't he? He's, yeah. Um, and uh, like a lot of people are planning ahead in the yeah. future to get him in, and some people have saying have been saying sorry, get him in now. I don't it, think so. It's a bad run of fixtures. It's asking a lot to expect him to get an assist in, in every game because he's going to concede now. That was a bit of a bonus, I think, for anyone that brought him in because yeah. his fixtures do turn for maybe three or four. Yeah. And then after that, they're absolutely golden. Big, big so, Irish achievements in this one again, wasn't there? There was. Um, so, someone won a penalty for James Ward-Price. There was a, a haul for a certain Irish A man. haul, yeah. It was brilliant. So, so we had... Uh, Shane Long was taken down for the, the penalty. And I think, like... Even though he never really scores when he goes or something, I think Hassan Hill likes him. He's he he really puts in a shift, doesn't he? And he runs around like headless chicken a lot of the time. But he but he puts in a serious shift. Yeah, and do you remember that goal he scored against Germany? <laughs> yeah, a legend, absolute uh, hero. Uh, but like, do you know the way people talk about goal scoring midfielders? Yeah, can you really have a non goal scoring forward? <laughs> like, is that a position? That's what he. I, I don't know. What's Olivier Giroud? That was his uh, first goal in a long time. Yeah, and uh, his first goal in a long time. I think that should have been given as an own goal. Ah, no. You'd want to be cruel. If, <laughs> that if you're on good. that, like, whatever they're called, the Independent Adjudicators yeah. Goal Decisions Board. Shane Long's <laughs> an absolute legend, but that ball was going wide. Think there was so? no way it was on target. Not a chance. Well, if you're saying Hendrick's goal was an OG, yeah. maybe. Ah, you H- had Hendrick's to give it to goal was more a goal than You Shane had to Long. give it to him. Yeah. And but can I just say one more thing in the, the interview afterwards? I thought uh, Puyall Pau- Pau- seemed very disinterviewed in the interview. It was very worrying. He just... That's not my concern. That's not my concern. Yeah, yeah, I was like, a, you're the fucking what? Leicester manager. I think it's your concern. Do you know what, though? I don't blame him because it seems like ever since he was in charge, he's been under pressure. Yeah. Um, and even at Southampton, he was under pressure the whole time. But like, he came into Leicester, it was like, we won the league, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, they went on a nice little run there. Who did they? They bet City. Did they beat Chelsea? Uh, the bit Chelsea as well, yeah. Like two and three games, they they lost to Cardiff, but like it seems like and still straight away one bad result. And it seems no matter what he does, yeah. uh, the interviews are always on his back. They're like, oh, the fans are in disarray. They're, do you know? I would probably get a little bit annoyed if I was always getting those questions. Do you know? Even after he did beat last season champions, and I think the champions the season before. Uh, he's a bit serious though, isn't he, Drew? <laughs> It's a serious man's game. Do you know? <laughs> he's not. He's not. They a can't Klopp all. Or they can't all be Klopp. Passing who or like even Pep. Like I don't like Pep, but he's. Still, uh, Pep is. Yeah. Pep he's, is very he's, serious. He still cares though. But anyway, I I have often defended uh, Claude Puel, not because I think he's a great manager, but just you can't argue with him. I don't understand why he's c- uh, continuously under pressure. No matter what he does, it's like you win three games, you lose one. It's like. Yeah, the fans are uh, dismayed that hard. we lost this game. It is harsh, but just get a bit of personality, Claude. He's People very might French. Like you a bit more, would he? Is he French? Yeah, he's, he has French. to be French. He must be French. Yeah. So, uh, bonus points. Shane Long got three bonus points. <laughs> that was like three. the biggest haul he is ever going to get. Oh, legend! People are bringing him into their teams. No, they're not. They are. <laughs> it's four point seven million. And I don't know what they're thinking. Well, Gabidini's gone back. Is he gone back off to Italy? I think he he's is. Gone, uh, yeah. Charlie Austin's a bit injured. Yeah, Danny Ings, Ings might be injured. back in the game or two. But um, who's the other Irish guy? Obafemi. Obafemi. He's a quality player, actually. I really like him. Yeah, he'll be getting on for. He'll be Ireland's main guy in the yeah. coming. 
But we'll come back to Him that. and Declan Rice, things are looking good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's look at the next game. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably of more interest to FPL managers. Yeah. Chelsea 2, Newcastle 1. Chelsea, that was the evening game on the Saturday, yeah. yeah. I believe Hazard was the second most captain player yeah, um, of the week. He, I don't know. People are like... He didn't, to me, Pedro and William looked the two players to be concentrating on. But um, still, the I thought the assist from Hazard was world class. Like it was a little, great little bit of play. It His like, play was world class, like, yeah. but it probably wasn't like a textbook assist. No, like William had an awful lot. To he do still afterwards. had a lot to do. But how often have you seen William? Like I remember William used to do that week in week out for Shakhtar as well. He's done it his whole career. Like yeah. he just loves bending them in. Like so so I have hard. here. Like it was pretty much what you said. It was yeah. more about. And I ha- I I'm calling them Hazard's understudies. Yeah. Even though he often plays with them, I mean yeah. understudies as in an FPL point of view. Yeah. Because the amount of times during a season you hear people talking, can Pedro and William plus five, six, seven million cover Hazard? They can't. I don't think they can. They but did this game. They did this game. But can I say something? William gets so much abuse. I was like. 7.2 million, when you check the stats, he's always there 3-4 for chances created and shots. And he actually could have scored a hat-trick in this game. Remember, he missed the lob and he missed another one-on-one as yeah. well. And um, I don't know, everyone's like, oh, Pedro's the better option. And Pedro, Pedro's a better finisher than million, without a doubt. Does love Definitely close range, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But and he's so two-footed, Pedro. But he's so unfit as well, though. He's never <laughs> going to get more than 60 minutes, is he? Like, I don't know. I, I really think everyone's really harsh on million, to be honest. I think... If William can, if uh, Chelsea can get a Cavani or someone like that in, I think seven by two William's going to be a, a great option. I think someone's going to start putting I away. I don't this. think so this season, but yeah. I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I know that a lot of people yeah. don't do. That most so people don't do another it. class assist from Louise, and this will bring me on to my next what question. About, a, a class assist. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's a great assist." It was a great touch by Pedro to break uh, it down again, like the the William goal. Very he had a lot to do. Yeah. But it was definitely more of an assist than Hazard. Like Hazard rolled a, a ten yard ball to William on the left side of the box. Yeah, but to to the the Louise played the ball. What Hazard did two before to take control of the ball to beat his man, use the yeah. strength and roll it to the left. Ah, yeah, I agree with that. But I don't know if I want to go into too much detail here. But why do I have Alonso instead of Louise? I don't know. Alonso's a bonus point magnet. Alonso's creating assists. Alonso, Chelsea have had XGI 2.14 the last four game weeks. So I do think, what what's, Louis was 5.5, so I think he's going to be about 5.8, 5.9 now, is yeah. he? There's no one better than Louise getting the ball in the centre half position, strolling yeah. out, and he always sees that ball over the top. Yeah. He's just world class at it. The two assists he's got have been the same ball. Yeah. And like, it's not like, that's it. Like, he plays that ball several times a game. Yeah. And he might get a... a I can recall Willian getting in a few times and like they often miss those chances but he's so good at that. Yeah. And I didn't realise how nailed he was for the bonuses as well. He's kind of like the Aspilicueta of last season isn't he? Any time you get a clean sheet he's always yeah. in for, for the bonuses. And he's well. like I think he's a goal two assists in his last few games. Alonso from memory doesn't have an attack in return since game week 14. I'm sick. starting to lose a little bit of patience with him. Yeah. And I it's got... not like his underlying stats are amazing. No. I have in my head Sari is telling him to kind of rein it in a bit yeah well he said that himself Sari is uh, the, the blonde has come out and said Sari's going to be a bit more defensive but he's still just... he's not that uh, left back slash number 9 no, that, no. that we want and we'll talk about it when we're looking ahead to game week 23 but he could yeah. be my fall guy one, one other thing well two other things I want to mention uh, this great week for Ireland Kieran Clark with a nice header alright come on yeah, move on right. then. no move on yeah the only thing I wanted to mes- mention was um 
that uh, Matt R- Ritchie, he, his stats are really, really good and he's creating so many chances up in top 340. Now, I know he's playing for Newcastle. The fixtures are horrible, the though. The fixtures are horrible, but if you were going for a one-week punt, if they had a, a nice game, you might, there's the worst things you can... Yeah, there's, there's worse people you can could, uh, could pick than Matt Ritchie. I think he's good for an assist. Fair enough. Next game, Everton 2, Bournemouth 0, and that doesn't tell the full story of the game. It uh, definitely does not. No, Bournemouth had an XG of 1.92 compared to Everton's 0. 0.99. 0.99, yeah. 16 chances, Everton had 15. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth had 7 on target, Everton 2. Oh, but then, two goals. Everton had 3 big chances compared to Bournemouth's 1. Yeah. So, a lot of FPL managers would have been delighted. Uh, Lucas Dina, three bonus, an assist, a clean sheet, yeah. a haul. A haul, but could have had more. He's just, this is the way he is every week. Like People, people were questioning I, him. Everyone wanted to sell him last week. I was like, was anybody watching the game? I was like, he's just... He's, All I was reading was, Everton, don't get clean sheets. Why yeah. would you want them? Yeah. But like, did, did he's you one know? of the most creative players in the game, let alone defenders. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You put the crosses, I think he has the most crosses in the whole game. And when you look at the stats, I was like... I actually seen something on Twitter and it was like I don't think he's gone more than two games without some kind of return either defensive return or attacking return all like, season what for is like, he? People, people I think he might be 5.1 now but some people got him in at like I bought him at 4.8 4.8, might be 5.2 now like do people consider the prices of these players when they're bringing them in and they're saying they don't get, no I don't know I've said it time and time again people are fickle people are fickle and I just I do just don't get and it that's what allows average minds like ourselves to get ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you took out of that? Dean uh, got the three bonus. Dean got, got two. N- nice header. Uh, Pickford won. Yeah, well, what did I get out of it? I thought, um, I thought your man Luckman, who I mentioned to you about a year ago, I think he came from Charlton, and I was like, this lad looks quality. He's just a kid, and I think he's going to take uh, Theo Walcott's place on the He team. has to. Like, he's, when you look at him, he's young. He's so he's, enthusiastic. He's, he's quite raw. He's so raw, and he makes but, mistakes. Uh, Walcott is old and raw. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's an obvious swap. It's not, still, like, Walcott never, ever got, like, a head on his shoulders. He's still, yeah, like, I was saying, look when he did. bird brain. Look, look when he had seven penalty area touches. He had two shots. But he just, he looks, just looks so busy, so enthusiastic. He's just, he just, I just like watching him play, and I just, I yeah. just think he's one like, He got nothing from an FPL point of view. Yeah, but... Did he get man of the match? No, he got the assist from Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So Sorry, he did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 5.1 million. Like, Sorry, we'll, we'll give him. he got no bonus. He got no That's bonus. I, mean. <laughs> I think he got man of the match, though. He did get man of the match. Yeah. He was man of the match by mile, actually. But, um, well, he was man of the match from uh, the eye test. But when you look at the stats, you'll probably talk about this later. But, yeah, again, Ryan Fraser, 6.1 million. He's, he's a serious four midfield option. It's a machine. XGI 0.86, 14 crosses, 7 corners, 5 chances created on a losing no, team. No Callum Wilson. Again. No Callum Wilson. Is he on his yeah. way? Uh, I think he could be gone. They were saying he's injured again, but it looks like uh, he could be going to Chelsea. And what what else? Richie got one stopped on the line. XG 0, 0.4. Yeah, I'll be talking uh, four shots four about minutes. Fraser maybe a little bit later because yeah, I have a bit of a conundrum with my transfers. Yeah. But uh, I would love to just get him in. If I knew he was fit, he fits my price range. He fits my team. He definitely could be my Richie replacement. Like, the fixers mightn't be absolutely amazing, but no. as I said, they're likely to have blanks. in. They're likely to have games in some of the upcoming blank game weeks in the FA Cup. Fraser is... He's quality. I don't think he's fixture-proof, but he's 
It's dangerous. Yeah. I give him that much. Very dangerous. Right, we'll move on to the big match, the big result of Sunday. Great game, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spurs nil. Yeah, Spurs nil, Man United won. won. So they say all of the best FPL managers are Norwegian. It's like you're born and you start playing FPL. Does, does all of play FPL? No, but I'm saying it's not I think only, that's musicians if they say that. Not, <laughs> it's not only FPL managers, it's actual yeah. managers. Well, he's doing pretty you know? good. I like Ole, he has a smile on his face, doesn't he? But still, looking at the stats, I have here, uh, I don't know what you have, I have 1.86 XG Tottenham, 0.83 United. Same. Yeah. And, and watching that game, to be honest, watching that, it could have been 4-2 Spurs, 5-3 Spurs, 6-2 yeah. Spurs. Yeah. I thought United were good in the first half. They they played a good counter-attacking game. They always had uh, Tottenham on the edge. Uh, that front three are quality. I think so they're a lot better without Lukaku. Like you know me, I absolutely hate United. But and can I just I, pull I've you actually, up on that? Yeah. I never understood why you hated United because you don't support any of their direct rivals. You don't support Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, anyone that ever uh, challenged them for the title. You just you rob don't all support, our players. You rob Dwight you don't York. You rob Ashley Young. Like an old. You gave us fucking Tom Cleverley for a like, year. As a fan of a small club, I don't know why <laughs> you don't like club. United. I just never understood it. Yeah. I know, so. I just I just like seeing news. But in fairness to the rest of our friends, I'm actually Who do you support? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Willie Sports Villa, by the way. I'm I'm just Josh and Villa are a big club in the yeah, championship. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's get back to this game. Tottenham right. deserves something out of it. Tottenham's look at this, these stats for Kane, I'm just devastated. He's out. Ten penalty area touches, seven attempts on goal. Four in the box, an offside goal, three chances created. This was the cane of old. He was quality, and that was all from a kind of deep line position. Yeah. Do you know people are saying he's playing too deep, and you'd often see him. He'd drop back into midfield. Yeah. Uh, be part of the build up play, but he'd be straight back into the box, and yeah. his stats were quality. And like you yeah. said, I'm raging that we don't have him for the Fulham game. Yeah. Kept him in on purpose. That the Fulham game, the next four or five games going forward. Yeah. Oh my god. And like really? I could have easily got Salah in last week for him. Or I could have got a Bamiang and I would have been pissed off after the West Ham result and then I actually would have been happy <laughs> enough that I don't have to make a transfer. Another but person who stood out there, um we'll man. talk about United briefly, uh Pogba, beautiful assist. Oh Rashford quality. some finish like Pogba and Rashford, they're just the two main guys going forward. Yeah. Like maybe oh. Larice should have sha- should have saved that shot. But yeah, I was quality finished. I don't know. I thought that was a really good goal. I didn't really think it was like Pogba again. What are these seven penalty area touches, six shots? Yeah, four in the box, five on target, three chances created. This is a premium player. We're on it. We're talking I think about at eight and a half million. I think you're getting a ten and a half million player. Yeah, aren't you? Easy. And just with those fixtures, his actual assist potential, goal scoring potential, and he was probably a yellow card away from getting maybe a bonus point. Yeah, he's quality. Um, that's but like that's probably all over. I don't right? think we're telling people anything new here. Yeah, something different that kind of stood out to me was a uh, Deli Ali could have had a hat trick. Yeah, Deli Ali was quality, so he was. His stats are really improving. I think we'll we'll talk about him later. Yeah, as a, he had a good header, a fairly comfortable save. He had another shot where he cut inside, should have bent it in, didn't yeah. really catch it properly. But then that one thing, that one time, I think Kane put him through. Yeah, he strolled through the defense, was maybe eight yards out, had the whole left side of the goal to aim for. And he just, he missed. He just should have done better, shouldn't he? 
I thought he was going to miss. And as a United fan, I was just <laughs> on tenterhooks for that whole game. Like, I can't believe that they didn't score. Yeah. But would you be a little bit worried for Spurs going forward now? No Kane, uh, no Son. No Kane, no Son. Everton might have to play a little bit deeper now. I was Lucas like, Mora is still injured slash coming back from injury. Lamella's Lamella looks world class, but you just don't know what he's going to do from one minute to the next. Dembele's off to China. Is he off to China? Dembele's going to be a big loss. I suppose he's not really playing much, but he's been a great player over the years, hasn't he? Like, he's just so strong and... So good in the ball. But anyway, United won. Uh, top four, here we come. 11. Top four, here we come. Can I just make one more comment? I just see this in my I'd rather you didn't, but go yeah, on. Uh, that was uh, Man United. It's the first win against the top six side all season. So we'll just... We'll just uh, okay, we'll fair enough. So uh, the Monday night game, and um, we'll fly through this cause yeah, we're because we're after... Uh, it was more like a training ground top. game, wasn't it, anyway, after the, the record? Yeah, a good friend of mine was at the game. Uh, All right. Big Man City fan, goes to yeah. a lot of games. He says it's the worst game he's ever been at. Like, yeah. just... Pure training game atmosphere. So many people. Uh, yeah. No buzz in the crowd. Never really got going. Well, None of the players Eighty percent possession once. Yeah, yeah. Well, suppose Jesus seemed to be pretty good. Is under yeah. And again, we keep saying we'll talk about it later, but we will. Um, yeah. that might be more of an issue for Aguero owners or people who are looking at Aguero. Yeah. Um, Sterling got an assist. KDB got an assist. Sane got an assist and two yeah. bonus. Yeah. Um, Even though he went off early, yeah. As we said, we said this on the podcast before. Benny's a uh, ben- for for Wolves a bit of an all or nothing player, and he just uh, he was a nothing player there yesterday. Yeah, I was look- on paper. I was looking forward to that game. Uh, yeah. I always thought City would have a bit too much. Um, yeah. I didn't really uh, subscribe to the narrative that no. Wolves are great against like, other, the big teams. I people, thought people. City would have too much for them. I still thought it was a bit mad from a statistical point of view and from a betting perspective. People were putting Jimenez on their bench ahead of... They were starting him ahead of Camarasa and all these pl- players that were like had yeah. way higher probability. It's hard to so. know though. We'll never know. Uh, your namesake, uh, Willy Bolly, got a red card. Yeah, he's very a legend early. though, isn't he? Yeah, so we don't know what would have happened. But what about uh, Raul Jimenez coming off at half-time, actually? I might say that That's probably you. a good thing for owners, as long as it's not an injury. Yeah, but good old Adam Atraora coming out. <laughs> he's like a 100-metre sprinter. He's not a footballer, no? no I just he has that build... He's just rapid, but... I hate that prick. <laughs> you should just keep bringing this back to Villa. <laughs> no, we, we won't discuss right, it. So we've gone through the 10 games there. Um, we should probably leave it at that. Yeah, that's it. Right, Willie, it's that time of the week where we'll go through our two weekly segments very quickly. Yeah. So our captain's poll last week, absolute disaster. Everybody blanked. Let's leave it at that. <coughs> right, we'll just forget about that. This week... Our picks. Uh, now, for those of you that don't know, we're just looking for a differential captain, someone yeah. who won't be widely picked but might score big, and it's just a competition between the three of us on the Renegades page. Yeah. So this week, I am going for Ryan Fraser. I think. Yeah. Self-explanatory. He has yeah. a nice fixture against West Ham. Quality. His stats have been uh true to roof. He's even lately. More chances than anyone else. Second most all season has he among midfielders. Yeah, and even over the last few weeks, he's kind of. Keeping yeah. that ticket be eight chances so I'm though. happy to go for that. Who are you going for? That's a great option. Well, my option is I went for uh, 5.5 million Jared Delefeu against Burnley. I've seen him against Palace. He did 0.78 XGI against a good Palace defence. I just thought he really passed the eye test. Over the last four game weeks, an XG of 1.31, an XA of 0.47. He's had seven goal attempts, four in the box. I just think Watford are such an attacking team. He's playing out of position as a forward. He's um showed us a bit of quality. You remember that worldy he scored against yeah. Leicester there a few he's, weeks ago. Just he's just 
just think is a bit of Barca flair in the Watford team. I think Burnley have improved defensively, but um, like they were unlucky not to concede more goals against Fulham. So I think that's kind of says it all. Jeez, I, I might actually vote for your lad ahead of mine. <laughs> <laughs> you sold him very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I was like, ah, Ryan Fraser, you know that guy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then, you know, our good friend Kirks hasn't even bothered to send in a pick yet. So. Who the fuck is he going to pick? We don't know. So we'll put up the poll. He'd probably uh, pick Danny Ings. <laughs> the injured Danny Ings. Yeah, yeah. Once Kirks puts up his uh, selection, we'll, we'll stick up a poll, vote for them, and whoever's yeah. guy wins the poll gets points, and then we all get the points of our players. So, yeah. uh much appreciated if you give your opinion. So Good. moving on to our Renegade Squad game, and yeah, delighted to say it was a a win for the Renegades. A and win I, that hasn't happened in a while. We're getting we're getting worried because our hundred million budget is not stretching very no, far. We're just screwed over. I tell you no lie, we picked a team this week, and our front three were <laughs> Ashley Barnes. Yeah. Troy Deeney and an injured Danny Ings. Oh my god! And we played Deeney and Ings <laughs> on the bench, so we were playing a lone Barnes up front. Ashley Barnes in a head-to-head match. What a legend! <laughs> so I I was fearing the worst. Yeah. And so we in, we just have to be so so happy with the win. In fairness, just take it and run. <laughs> yeah, Salah did the business for us. Yeah. We had a quality midfield. We, we had, captain Salah, even though none of us actually did that in our actual teams. Oh yeah, it's good to cover all bases, you know. I think Kirk's kind of captain Rich Ardison. That was yeah. Renegade. We had Sterling, Hazard, and Salah in midfield. So yeah. it was good on paper. Uh, we managed to be FPL drunk. Yeah. Um, I think it was seventy sixty four. We were always ahead. Yeah, we always had. He had a lot league. invested in the United Tottenham game. Yeah. If Spurs had got a result they probably deserved, he would have bet us. And they could have easily got that. But uh, just like to say thanks to Seamus. FPL Drunk, who is part of the FPL Hangover podcast, yeah, which is also a, a solid podcast. A really good, another Irish podcast. Yeah, I've listened to them the last few weeks. Very entertaining. But informative, but, yeah. It's a bit like our own, isn't it? Exactly. But just this result shows that they're probably the the second best Irish podcast. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. only as good as your last win. That's and it, Seamus yeah. lost that match. And we'll anyway, probably lose next week. This week, uh, we're going to have to pick another squad. We put our three teams together and play against your weekly squad. The kicker, I suppose, is we only have a hundred million budget, which is but we have up. three squads to pick from, so yeah. we have a bigger pool. I think it. I think we're at a slight disadvantage, but overall, it probably all evens out. Yeah. So if you've any interest in playing us, just uh, like, comment, retweet the post that we put up. Whoever beats us by the most points wins a fifty or Amazon voucher and a and Renegades mug. Renegade mug. Woo! <laughs> unmade Renegades mug, you know, yet to be made. It's one gonna of be a savage. Kind. It's gonna be savage. Well, and one of a kind. Well, I think you're getting one now. And I, I think I do be want three one, of yeah. a kind. <laughs> Kirk doesn't want one. No, he hates the Renegades. <laughs> but it, it's worth saying the the biggest winning margin is four points. And look, yeah. with a hundred million budget, someone's gonna beat us easily by more than that. Ten, twenty points. So uh, stick your name in the hat, and you could win. Let's go for it. Twenty three. And for me, there's a bit of a cloud over this game week because... It's going to be a lot of hits. Yeah, and like a lot of people's hands are going to be forced. Yeah. That choice that there is usually there no. has kind of been taken away by injuries to one premium and probably a fairly high-owned probably close 30% Liverpool now. defender yeah. or a player that a lot of people were looking to get in maybe instead of Alonso yeah and everybody's taking Son out of their team as well yeah so it's like 
like I said, a lot of people's hands are going to be forced. I don't really like that. I prefer FPL when there's so many decisions to make. You can make a, a mistake every week. Yeah. Um, I think I just prefer when it's really obvious. <laughs> ah, yeah, but like the people who... The people who got rid of Kane for Salah a week or two ago yeah. aren't going to be at home sweating watching no. Tottenham play Fulham. No, and then the, the likes of me who kept Kane in instead of Salah yeah. have to get rid of him. And like he's my obvious route back to Salah. Yeah. But he's taken away that decision. And are you, are you on a hit now? No, I have two free transfers. Oh, well, that's okay. So you can do I it. I know, but it's just for the overall game and the, the FPL ecosystem, I think it's better when... Yeah, I think you're in a way better position than most people having two free transfers. To get Kane, yeah, but that rant over. So yeah. again, Operation get Mo back in. Yeah. Talked about it last What's week. Happened? What's happening? What's happening? He he's coming back in. Yeah. I can't tell you a hundred percent how, but I can tell you he is definitely coming back in. Oh, captain for the next one. He's going to be my captain this week. Yeah, uh, probably going ahead as well. I haven't looked any further than the Liverpool match against Crystal Palace. Yeah, I can't see any better captain. No. Even if Kane was fit away to Fulham, I think I would still <coughs> be happier captain than Mo. Um, yeah. I, I always prefer a home player. Um, that's fucking Fulham though. Yeah, no. Anyway, that's irrelevant because he's not around. He's not around. Um, the Kane injury has taken that decision out of my hands. I did want to keep Sterling and Hazard. Um, I still think Sterling has a haul in him for myself. His stats haven't been yeah, too good. His stats have actually been improved. I thought they've been improving a bit lately, you know. I mean, haven't been that bad. No, no, uh, most definitely. He's three assists in a row. Yeah. Hasn't got me the haul that I brought him in for, but away to Huddersfield, managerless Huddersfield. Can, can like, who are they going to get in? Like, I don't know. Uh, we, big Sam. We won't even speculate. David Moyes. I don't, yeah, whoever they bring in, I don't think they're going to get that, like, new manager boost. They're not going to be anywhere near as good a manager as David Wagner. No, sure. and like playing City, you're just not going to get them up for that one. Like it's not I can actually be see them, compl- usually like the new manager, I can see them completely capitulating. They had a really, really good manager and I yeah. think it was a mutual decision, but the mutual decision should have been like David Wagner is what's best for Sutterfield. Even if they got relegated, I'd be so confident he would have got them straight back up and it's it's Huddersfield, so it is. He yeah. had the parachute payment in the first season. And you kind of be him, so. worried that uh, his achievements will kind of be downplayed now that he's left. So no, it was actually crazy that he got Huddersfield promoted. Yeah. And then to keep them up was ridiculous. He's a quality manager. So and they're far from the worst team I've seen this season. No, they're solid enough, aren't they? They're, and they yeah. played some nice football. Nobody's really if it, absolutely hammered them lately. And poor Aaron Oye getting injured, that was a big loss to him as well. Like, but if they'd had a feckin' striker, they... It just shows you, you yeah. can't get away without a proper striker, no. a goal scorer. Yeah. The two lads are absolute joke shops. Yeah, Munier yeah, and yeah, yeah. one goal all season between them. Yeah, um, and maybe and that's Pritchard and Billing are probably the yeah. most dangerous. Maybe that's uh, Wagner's only real failing. He yeah. didn't. Surely, if we can all see it, he could have done some. Now I don't know what the finances are like, or if they. Yeah, I'm sure, there was someone on anybody, from, anybody, someone from the championship, someone from French League Two so, or something. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to have to make three transfers this week to three sort out my team. I have well, two free ones. Cards. I know, and I don't want to, but I think I need to take a minus four and rejig my squad a little bit. Yeah. My problem is, Kane's going out, Salah's coming in. Yeah, so, Salah. I'm looking at upgrading the midfielder. So, that means Kane is going to have to go down to someone a lot cheaper. And you already have Rashford? I've Rashford, I've Jimenez. And when I look at the strikers at six, seven, eight million... You're not getting anything better at eight million than you are at six million. Yeah. 
it's kind of a bit annoying, you know, even though you might have eight million to spend. So you're going there's... for Ashley Barnes? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I was actually looking at? And I don't think he's had a goal since uh, maybe game week 14. I was looking at Josh King. I like Josh King, he's on penals. Last <laughs> time we took a penalty, though. I think Callum Wilson took the last two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the last time he scored. His stats are just relatively okay. In the last yeah. eight game weeks, he's had twenty-two goal attempts. Yeah. He's had. Has he had twenty-two shots inside? No, twenty-two shots. Nineteen of them have been in the box. Yeah. Forty-nine penalty area touches. So he's in the right areas. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't scored. No. And. Like, can you really trust a guy? Like, it's more convenience. I can afford do, him. Do you know what i seen on uh, Twitter? And I was like, some boys are saying that the options are so so poor in the forward line that there's people bringing Colin Quainer in at 4.2 and he's moved to the championship. <laughs> and they're like, he's the best option as a third-price midfielder because you're saving point three. I can actually understand <laughs> that, to be honest. Because one of my options is to bring in Josh King. Yeah. Bring in Salah for Camarasa. Yeah. What a bump that would be. Legend, and then I have to go Alonso to Bednarak so I don't like Bednarak looks really good though not he? I know but I don't like those transfers as no. a whole yeah. I'm going to have to look into it but yeah. I can tell you for sure Kane is coming out yeah. Salah's coming in and some other random guy Salah will be my captain and do you know who I was looking at and I was saying this more in jest to you and Kirks during the week Oh, what about uh, that one man in his last game yeah. he's had a shot every nine minutes He's created a chance every nine minutes. How long has he left? Nine minutes. Um, I think he could. Fernando Llorente. Jeez, he's just going to punch his aunt with the fixtures coming. He's up, not going to play him though, is he? And if you can't play him away to Fulham, when are you ever going to play him? Yeah, he's going to be coming on for 30 minutes at the end of games, is he? If you could guarantee me he would play at 5.6 million, he'd be straight in my team. Yeah. Two years ago for Swansea, he scored 15 league games. Yeah. League goals. I actually like him. He seems like a good guy and a good player as well, is he? You just can't bank on him. Though, can you? I actually think it's even funnier so much people putting in Kamara as their third option it wasn't a, a, a fight in food hall it was a fight at a, 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 a yoga at yoga? yeah that's not to be all very yeah, peaceful relaxed, and like yeah, yeah. namaste yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know but if, anyone if you can fight at yoga you're in trouble if anyone can start a fight it's Mitrovic and Kamara if anyone can start a fight at yoga so yeah. I suppose that's all I have to say about my team uh, I don't really know what I'm doing yeah right right you go Right, I'll be very quick because I was so long last week. So I'm going for the standard 3-4-3. I have Allison in goals. Now I have uh, Lucas Dean, Bednarek and Doherty at the back three. Happy enough with that. I'll, the same as you, I have Salah captain. I have Haz, who I'm happy to keep for the long term, but I don't know how much often I'll be captaining him. I have Pogba and Richarlison. Richarlison so Can I just say I'm a little bit uneasy about not owning Pogba? Yeah. And I can't get him in just with my Kane out and Salah in. Yeah. Dilemma, I can't get Pogba in. I'd just be worried about not having him. He just looks quality, doesn't he? He does, just yeah. like he's, he, he's just creating so many chances and he's having so many shots. He's having as much shots he's as, so influential. as anyone the last four game weeks. Yeah, But I just don't know. Again, the same as the Liverpool thing. I don't know if they're going to go mad against Brighton. I can see uh, maybe a 2-0 Pogba assist or Pogba goal, but um, I don't think he's going to go crazy. And then in front three, Ashley Barnes, Watford away. And I have Rashford, and then I have Kane and a big red. What is moment. your Kane exit plan, or do you have one? Uh, right, so I was going... Jesus, um, I see you have Kane and Trent. <laughs> Kane and Trent, that is not And good. one free transfer? One free transfer, yeah. As what I was saying, plan? I was going to carry my transfer. It's not ideal to use a transfer after the wild card. Uh, so, uh, Kane injury, it's looking like me. It's a straight swap to Kane, or I was like, I was thinking, 
they're straight swap to Aubameyang or Aguero. Now, I'm leaning towards Aubameyang at the moment. Uh, good underlying stats. Nice fixtures long-term. Everyone's saying his fixtures are terrible, but they're... I think uh, Chelsea, Chelsea at home, Cardiff at home, Cardiff at home, City away, Huddersfield away, Southampton at home, and even after that, I think they're decent again. So that game week twenty seven is a blank Southampton at home. That'd be a serious captain option because it's uh, Liverpool and United are playing each other in twenty seven. Yeah. So I think that's a really good. He's option. the outstanding captain. Yeah, and Cardiff next week. I'm playing a big Champions League game next week, so I'd like to have him there. Good Cardiff. foresight. Now I'd like yeah. to have Aubameyang as well. Yeah. But if I get him in for yeah. Kane. I have to get rid of Hazard or Sterling for Salah, mm. which I'm less happy about. No, I don't think that would be something. I don't know, but it was like, the other thing I was looking at when I was checking the stats is um, Aubameyang has the most bonus points of any player in FBL this season with 21, so I was like, that's mm. another... And I see you've you know. managed to fluke your way into two possibly playing goalkeepers. Yeah, that is just unbelievable. After bringing Speroni yeah. in at 3.9, yeah. he was possibly third choice. Guida gets injured, Hennessy goes and pulls a hamstring <laughs> and out. What I don't know if he, he pulled a hamstring. He pulled being a Nazi. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> the that. Say that's the real issue. Yeah, well, I don't know, but it looks so, like yeah. what's Ronnie thirty six, thirty seven, and you just don't know. Like he's a good shot stopper. Yeah, he's a good shot stopper, and like if he gets a few games and gets a few clean sheets, like they might take him out too quickly. He could, I could. But look, the fact that he's yeah. in contention is that, a bonus. You brought him in thinking he was yeah. just but your th- enabler. This could be massive for me for my bench boost. <laughs> I was like, I could end up with a double game week or Speroni coming into. Exactly. Yeah, but now as I, as I said, the cap my captain is is Salah, and it was for me it was a clear it was a clear choice. So that is uh, high ownership, fifty percent plus. I think he's going to be a massive winner to polls on Scout and Geek and the like. His recent returns underlying stats are just in a, they're in a different stratosphere to anybody else. Palace are solid defensively, but Poole they just they just cause so many problems with Anfield. I was looking even that City game a few weeks ago. Liverpool still had an uh, an XGI of one point four seven against City like yeah. it's just I don't think there's a real clear alternative yep. I'm not yet ready to captain Pogba or Rashford no just plenty not, will but yeah, plenty will not, not for me yeah yeah. I don't know definitely like so Pog- I have device on Pogba at the moment and I'm happy to keep it there but like last four game weeks Salah 3 goals 2 assists XG 3.15 XA 1.26 expected goal involvement 4.41 I was like it's just it's unbelievable isn't it there's but probably the, no need to sell him the one thing That's I wanted to say Go on. Sorry. Yeah. The one thing Sorry. you're going the to say. Thing, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold, if Miller comes back into the team, um, the last four game weeks, Salah's only had a, an extra non penalty of 0.4. Three so of really, his last four have been penalties, yeah. I think. Yeah, and he's, he's, I think he's 75% shot actually, but it's just if Miller's on the pitch, and I think Salah will keep the penalties, but. He shouldn't, uh, but he, he probably if, will. If Miller's on the pens, there could be a lot of people. Not too impressed with their six-point captaincy on Salah. Come, exactly, yeah. Come the weekend. Right, and so, uh, like That's I said, I'm, I'm probably desperate for a green arrow at this stage. Yeah. And until I finalise my transfers, I don't really know if I'm that confident, but sure. Yeah. I'll hope for the best. I think I'm confident because I know... You have Ashley Barnes. Because I have Ashley Barnes. Yeah, exactly. Wofford away. Wofford always can see goals. <laughs> He's Ashley Barnes always in the right place at the right time. No, I think the reason I'm going to get a green arrow is because I'm not going to take a hit. And I think there's going to Plenty be minus 4s, minus 8s, minus 12s around. It's so a good point. I'm confident of um, him. I'm just confident of another green arrow, another 10 points. Another, that's Happy 20 days. points added on the wild card then, yep. Let's hope for that. Yeah. Right, right Willie, we'll move on to listeners' questions. And a lot of them seem to blur into one. They're all yeah. about the premium strikers... And are we seeing the death 
of a premium striker. So Kane is out till March. Yeah. Aguero started the season to mid-season before he got injured, was nailed on. He mightn't have seen out 90 minutes every time, no, but, but he started nearly every game. And this return's really good, yeah. Uh, the last few weeks, Jesus has come into the side. He's banging in the goals, yeah. even though a lot of them were against Burton. Yeah, I said he played but really well. And he he's still in form. Well. Yeah, no, I think he, he's and definitely... I think he's still going to challenge and there's, Aguero. There's history of this before. I remember when Jesus last started... Season, yeah, yeah, Jesus started... Cohn uh, was on the bench quite a bit, so there wasn't... We were all so shocked, but Pep kept playing Jesus, so... So, should we load up in midfield and just go three mid-price strikers? I think that's where the value is. Like, if you're looking at people like Marcus Rashford, what is he, 7.2 mil? Or in and around that, in yeah. Around, but his, his, his stats match anyone. His underlying statistics and his goals and assists are they're up there with anybody, aren't they? I think he has to be considered. And with those fixtures, he's a, if you don't own him, he's a no-brainer. Yeah, I think if you can't injure, then you don't have Rashford. Get him in. Yeah, don't even think about it. Just no. bring Rashford in. But, but would you be in a rush to get in Aubameyang? Would you, uh, are you desperate to keep a premium striker? Like, a lot of people feel safer having someone like that it's just kind of I just more like, the norm I'd like it people. from a structural point of view I'd like to be able to switch between Abamia and Kane and, and, and Aguero so yeah. I don't know I think I'd probably bring bring Aubameyang in but I'm pro- I think there's a lot of sales going out isn't there this week but he looks like uh, all the better if he drops in price for you yeah, he think he dropped in price last night yeah so um, after the Chelsea game his fixtures aren't too bad um, no he has some great fixtures he's Cardiff at home Huddersfield away and Southampton at home in three of the next four people are forgetting he's joint top scorer in the league yeah that's he's, it he's uh, rake top, of assists top bonuses you know some people are getting a bit fed up with him but his, like, his underlying stats are mild I think it's he's like Four or five more big chances than any other oh, striking it. Yeah, he's completely up there. Yeah. And I've been reading some tweets lately um, that he's not in form and you can't trust him. Yeah. But it, it seems overly harsh. Like His, his stats stuck. at home are still really, really good. I think he's blind three out of the last four away games, which is a bit of a worry, so it is. But um, he's playing yeah. Chelsea at home. I know it's not the ideal fixture. but His stats are like far and above a lot of people's though. Like they're the last eight game weeks, his XG is nine point oh three. Yeah, they're far and above everybody. The next the best is five point nine, Firmino. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Firmino. Firmino. An option. Uh, I think has he had a uh, see the most or second most shots in the box the last four game weeks. He's up there, yeah. Yeah. And for someone that people are worried about playing too deep, his actual attacking stats are starting to improve a lot. Yeah, yeah. And one of the big reasons people weren't looking at Firmino was they wanted Salah and to double and up on the double up defense, defense, but with. Alexander Arnold injured now. He could maybe. be an option Definitely. instead of Kane. And yeah. you're going to save three plus million. Yeah. And if you already have Salah and you don't need the extra funds, you could do a lot worse. You could definitely do a lot worse. Personally. So are we saying Rashford? I think uh, Rashford and then. Maybe Aubameyang? Maybe Aubameyang. As I said, I'm going for Aubameyang, but I don't think he's everybody's cup of tea. And then there's obviously people like. There's question marks over everyone. People like. Ra- Raul Jimenez and the likes either a, a Danny Ings or a Ashley Barnes yeah and I'd be worried about getting in Jesus just because yeah. just the stats are so good as well aren't they yeah it's similar concerns to Aguero yeah he's not you think they probably are going to share game time yeah so just on that I think I don't think there's any nailed on premium you can swap Kane for uh, Willie was saying Aubameyang might be the obvious obvious option but Chelsea and at home, XG 2.14, isn't a... 
It's not the, the, the greatest entry point in the world, is it? No, but you're probably not getting them in. You shouldn't be getting them in for no. a long game. Well, people you know? will. Play the long people game, People getting lads. in for Chelsea. Play the long game, that. lads. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, his stats are up there with anyone. Yeah. And he's banging in the goals. Like, he's yeah. joint top scorer. Yeah. Uh, like we said, Firmino isn't a bad option if you have nothing else to do. And I think Rashford is just the obvious one. If yeah. you don't have Rashford, just get, just him, get in. him in and put the money somewhere else. Same. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah, that's it. And the final question of the week is from Ahmed Ashmawai on Twitter. He asked, should he get rid of Aubameyang for Rashford and get rid of Perea of Wofford for Deli Ali, which will be a minus four for game week 23? Yeah. He also has Pogba, just that's so you know. That's a really good question, isn't it? And his question, he says he's confused about Oba's form at home and then doubling up on Man U is that too risky what do you think it's just definitely not too risky to double not up with those fixtures. With the fixtures no definitely the next four or five games were just I would just be worried about what Aubameyang could do if you get yeah. rid of him yeah and obviously we were just talking about the just... Chelsea game but yeah after that like Cardiff Huddersfield Southampton like he could do serious damage in them games you would think so and he's completely nailed on he's yeah. on penalties he's bonus point magnet and he's just getting some amount of chances. It's yeah, not like it's, it's like his his underlying stats. He's just performing way below them, and he's still the top goal scorer in the Premiership. So that'd make you think. But then again, I was very impressed with Deli Ali against United, uh-huh. and we were looking at the stats earlier. Yeah, he has ten goals in fourteen games for Spurs without Harry Kane. Yeah, I was just looking at this. I think um, Deli Ali's the best Spurs option, so he is with the upcoming fixtures. Eight point nine million. Look, I thought against that United game, he really passed the eye test. He had an XGI of 0.77. He had 10 penalty to area touches, which is just, that's way above average for Deli Ali. He had four attempts, and they were all in the box. And then, as you say, in the last couple of seasons, I think there's been 14 games that Spurs have played without um, Harry Kane starting. And uh, Deli Ali scored 10 goals. Hung Min Son has scored eight. Hung Min Son's gone off to the Asian Cup. And then next best is Christian Eriksen with three. Okay, so he's far so, and away the best and, option and on you paper. Remember, yeah, and do you remember, I think it was last season or the season before, when Kane was out, he was on penalties as well. So And he's pretty much playing in the centre-forward in some of them games. He so. was, yeah, he was kind of like a false nine. But, um, so I, I think Deli Ali's clearly so a great So let option. me put it's it to you this way. And Pereira hasn't done much the last few weeks. So On paper, it's Aubameyang or Pereira against Rashford and Ali. Over the but it's a minus four. A That's minus the kicker. I think if there was no minus four, I would definitely lean. If there was no Rashford. minus Rashford, I, I, look, I would take I, the minus four. You I think yeah. Oh, uh, maybe not this over the over the next six game weeks. I don't. I think he's going to make points by taking the minus four. But yeah. Chelsea are quite solid. Aubameyang yeah. might do nothing. Yeah. Rashford's at home to Brighton. Yeah. Ali's away to Fulham. You yeah. might make up your minus four in that one game. You could easy, yeah. Uh, so, me personally, Drew. Mr. Uh, Ash Mawai would say, take the four-point hit. What would you say, Willie? Gun, <laughs> gun to head. Gun to head. I just can't make a decision on it. I know that's not much use. To right. and look, I think, I think Deli Ali's an absolutely great option. I think Aubameyang's a great option. I think Rashford is the number one player that you probably need to be getting into your FPL team right now. At, at the price point, I think. Okay, I will leave you there on your big giant fence. <laughs> and, uh, my only... Uh, it's not a concern is uh, last week's question and I do like to go back to yeah. the previous questions to see how we got on and I think we recommended Aubameyang as the number one captain of the week 
yeah. against West Ham. And like you have some people coming out saying, uh, oh, I can't believe you recommended that. What were you thinking? And like, if anyone said to me that West Ham were going to get a clean sheet, no, I would no say chance. they're a liar, a fraud, a charlatan. <laughs> a charlatan. And like, you just couldn't take anything they said seriously. Yeah. Like, there's no way anyone could have expected a clean yeah. sheet for West Ham. And anyone who owned Fabianski, fair play. It was an absolute bonus, a gift. Yeah. But nobody was expecting that. All you can do is make the best decision from the data that's there. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And I can just see just one this this quote I seen on Twitter and I'm just gonna end my, my podcast on Please this. Please do. I was like, there's a big difference between probability and outcome. Probable things fail to happen and improbable things happen all the time. So I've just wrote wrote that down and I'm going to Look, if fifty percent of the managers on Twitter take took that on board, it'd be a much happier place. Yeah. Now I have a mini rant now that we're talking about West Ham and Arsenal yeah. that I want to get off my chest and I hadn't planned on it but what a troll is Balboina <laughs> we've had him in most of the season we got, him in with, we got him in with high hopes he scored uh, when I recommended him and none of us had actually got him into the team I missed his one goal of the season Me too. he didn't score after that Kirk's straight. I'm not sure he got a clean sheet after that no and then this actually could be one of my favourite moments in FPL history. It's probably like one of the greatest troll moments of all time. When Balboina gave away a penalty, got a <laughs> yellow card and got injured in one move. Oh, that's all my Like fault. how many points was I down that week? Like when you think he got the minus one for the yellow card, he missed games going forward and he got rid of their clean sheet by giving away a penalty. Like, you couldn't make that up. And another edge to the sword. Who did the three of us take out for Balbuena? Aaron Wan-Bissaka. That's who me and Kirks took out anyway. That's who I got rid of yeah. as well. <laughs> like, sweet oh baby God. Jesus. <laughs> and that is a wrap. Episode 9 in the bag. Thanks for joining us, Willie. That was a good pod. Thanks so much for having me. Not a bother. Um, if you did enjoy this podcast, please do follow us on Twitter. It's FPL Renegades at Renegades FPL. Tell your friends, share it around, retweet it, interact on Twitter, give us a bit of uh, advice, some constructive criticism. We're always willing to take any uh, ideas, yep. advice on board. Uh, it's a very new podcast. Like We're just finding our feet. So We've got a long way to go, but we're getting there. We do. This is just like baby steps. We're working it out yeah. as we go, but having a bit of crack in the meantime. That's it. It's brilliant. Really enjoying it. Yeah. So thanks to anyone who listened and we will talk to you soon. Good night. Thanks so much, guys.